Welcome friends. So today we are introducing our team members and we get to kick it off with an amazing person that I really want you to get to know. So Rowdy, tell us your story. What journey are you on? Well, um, earlier this year, actually like the very beginning of this year, I was, um, I like just gone back from a, a pretty long road trip and then I got home and I instantly left to go to like a friend's house or something like that. And um, I, I was, it was like, it was like foggy out, like really cold. And um, I was going like they, uh, uh, I crashed, like I crashed into a tree and um, I was going pretty fast. And I crashed into a tree and then, um, I mean, the last thing I remember is waking up because um in the hospital because um, they had to put me like in a medically induced coma for a couple weeks and um, uh, life in the hospital like just, I, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't even lift my head up from my bed. I, my arm was, there was like a contraction or something, whatever it's called, in my uh, left arm. And so it was like stuck to my chest. I got a traumatic brain injury. Um, I broke a lot of bones and um, I was pretty messed out. I couldn't even, I couldn't even like really move other than my right arm. That's the only thing I could move. And, um... I was in the hospital for a few months and then I was in inpatient rehabilitation for about a couple months, like two months or something like that. And um, that was the beginning of this year. And then this whole time from like April to now, um, I have been solely focused on just getting strong and healthy again and um, keeping my brain safe and healing and yeah, it's been a, it's been an intense situation so far, but. Well, I want to acknowledge your bravery for coming on and talking about this. Um, I know doing a podcast is very different than anything you've done before. Yeah. And I know we've got a very supportive tribe, so mm. you, um, that's open um, to to what you have to say because so you went from being this athlete mm. and then in a moment and anybody who's never driven the backcountry roads of Oregon in the dark and in the fog um, yeah. yeah I what's funny for me I know a lot of people associate um, you know a white Christmas I always associate the the fog we get in the winter with Christmas yeah and so during that time of year, especially at night, it gets really foggy. Those backcountry roads are windy. Yeah. And we've got these beautiful big trees. Mm-hmm. But you, you, no car is a match for one of the trees we have here. No. 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 <laughs> so you've been on this journey where you were told there's so much you would never be able to do again. Yeah. Um, it... 
in the beginning in the hospital, um, the doctors that were there, like, tending to me, um, they said that, um, or they said that they thought that I was going to be in a back brace and a wheelchair for the rest of this year. And um, that was their, you know, um, that was their little diagnosis that they gave. And I'm glad that that's not the case, but yeah. Well, and part of the reason it's not the case, if my understanding is correct, is because you are putting your all into your recovery. I, for a while, or actually not a while, for just a very short amount of time, you know, a few weeks I was, I had gone out of the hospital and I, my head was clearing up a little bit so I could think a little bit more, you know? And I was I was pretty down because like, I was, I was on a cane, I was walking with a cane at that point and my brain was really foggy and um, I, I was kind of just down because like, am I gonna be, am I gonna be like messed up for a long time or like, you know, I couldn't do much. I couldn't walk more than a couple blocks. And, um, but then after those couple weeks, I, I started like uh, getting up and just thinking like, okay, I mean, you can sit there and sulk and be sad and sorry for yourself because um, you're in this situation or you can choose to keep living and be the best you and wake up every day and do your best in whatever it is, small or big, you know, washing a dish to, um, uh, I don't know, creating something like small to big, you know, and be your best self and just see where that takes you. And I started doing that and literally like just a, like a week after every day, just you know, walking a little bit further than I did before, or um, just eating as healthy as I can so my body has the nutrients it needs to recover, um, to also to um, how I communicate and talk to people, like just be as loving as you can and just love yourself. And like every day I wake up, I was, you know, I started doing this and then I, I do this now, but like every day to wake up and just tell yourself like, I love you, you're doing good, you're doing amazing, keep striving to be your best self, and just give it a little bit of time and see where it takes you. And I've been doing that. I'm literally like, <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing freaking like karate, bro. Like, I'm like, it is, so, my, I'm sorry, my point is, you can change anything you want to about yourself physically and mentally, but all it takes is you. Like, you have to just do it. Just do it and just tell yourself that you're strong, you're resilient, you're, you love yourself, um, and just wake up and just be, just put yourself in the motions of doing something that's positive, whether it's, it doesn't matter what it is, but, um, only good can come out of it, and only good has come out of it. And I'm speaking in terms of like my rehabilitation, you know. Um, you just gotta put your mind to it, and you can do whatever you want. I loved your body movements. Of you, I can feel it. I can feel you getting up every day and saying, "I love myself," and this is really hard, but I'm gonna go do it. 
you're challenging yourself physically and you've jumped onto our project too. So you're, mm -hmm. you're growing in so many ways right now. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Um, so you live in rural Oregon. Yeah. Amongst our beautiful trees. Mm -hmm. And you're in this process, I think we're all enjoy watching. I know from the what I've gotten to see, just watching you transform in this process. And when you were talking about recovery and and all the recovery you're trying to do on your, your body, it made me think about one of the th main things at the Green Lighthouse is we're trying to help the earth recover. Mm -hmm. And so tell me what it's like to live amongst the trees here in Oregon. It's, 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 it's beautiful. I'm, I, I, I know, I know that living out with property and having trees and a creek and to walk out to and wake up to and look at every day, I know that that is helping with healing me. And, um, I just, I get to wake up and walk outside and just look at the trees uh, on the, the mountain behind uh, my house and just look at it and it's like, it's just shining, just gold and it's bright and it's beautiful. And, you know, I speak to it. Like I'm speaking in terms of like mother nature and I speak to it and I say, I love you and I love myself. And um, you were, you were helping to heal me just by just giving me your pure beauty and I just want to let you know that I love you. And I do that every day. And it's, my life has been like so good. It's like, because I'm, I'm choosing to be, I'm choosing to be connected to myself, spiritually, physically, and mentally. And with that, also comes love for all those around you and nature and um yeah it's hard to be out there and not um sometimes my husband will kind of tease me that i'm out there communing with uh, i love to go the coast which is about 45 minutes from where i live mm -hmm. um and the oregon coast for those of you that don't know are it's beautiful but it's it's very chilly i think you get like 26 minutes and yeah. <laughs> before you hit hypothermia um maybe but there's something about the water and he, he likes to joke that i'm communing with the ocean spirits but there's something about being out in these amazing places in nature that it does soothe you and heal you and well i mean if you um, I'm sorry to interrupt, but no. if you um, if you stop and take a second and look at it, where where was Earth and where were humans with Earth before the industrial age and before all this um, um, before all this uh, materialistic development um, began? Where we're, it was, it was us and Mother Nature, and we were, we were, one with Mother Nature. We would connect with, yeah. we would connect with her. We would, we would love her. We would give to her, and she would give back. Um, it, that humans like lived just fine, and um, I think, I think that, <clears throat> um, 
the world is not a bad place. It's a, it's a good place. But I think that parts of it have gone astray and gone off to just, um, you know, we're, we're distracted by um, things that are not even real. It's things that we created, mm-hmm. but it's not real. It's, it's just some materials that we threw together and it comes out looking a little different, you know. It's not real. What's real is right here, right in here, and what's out there, like, you know, um, that's real. Yeah, yeah, what we put so much emphasis on, that's not the real part of life. It's not something that's real. One of the things when we were chit-chatting before we started filming, we did like almost a whole podcast just talking to one another, Um, but you brought up, we have to start having these conversations. Yeah, I mean, um, it's, I think, I feel like it's been like that for a while, but even more so now, it's just every year, just something or different, multiple things just get a little bit worse, you know, and it's, it's gradual increase, but still, if we don't start talking about what we can do as, um, as a human, like as a race, you know? what we could start doing to change that from um, coming to a bad, um, coming to a bad end anyway or something like that, um, is to start talking about it and communicating with each other now. Like, now we need to, I mean, and like, um, for anyone out there, that any, any individual who doesn't want to be a part of a group or, um, uh, communicate with a group of people to do a, a bigger thing or, you know, make a change or something like that. Um, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But what you can do is you yourself just do your part and make it. It's you're, you, you're not, you're not hurting yourself. If you just make some changes, um, that, um, that complement the recovery of this planet, our planet that we all live on, the one place like we have, like, you know, um, it just makes sense to me, but I feel like there's a lot of people who it doesn't make sense to. And um, it, it, it all starts, it all starts with you, like you yourself, you yourself can make a difference. And it, right now, today, from as simple as, using glass or plastic like just little things and then you know if everyone just did little things think about where we would go after that we can all work together for bigger things and we could heal if not maintain the um, the condition of our home I think that's so beautifully said. I don't think we can top that. But yeah, if everybody just goes out and makes these little changes that won't really negatively impact their lives, and if we all do that together, what could we achieve? Yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna give a personal example, just because you know, I, I myself, I only see like what I see, but okay. So just my household, there are, I live with, like, I have, like, 
like I think six roommates and um and I sometimes I stop and I back up and I look just about at our like our trash and recycling or cans also and like and like just there's literally just seven people in that house that is like a fraction a fraction of a fraction of the amount of the population that resides on this planet and um the amount of like plastic and trash we have it's um it's crazy like i just think about that even doubled up with like our, our our house and then another family that's a lot of trash put seven eight billion like that's that that's a problem it's amazing how it adds up. I know we've had that issue in our house where all of a sudden I'll look out and it's like, how many single-use plastic things have we used this week? Yeah. And it can sneak up on you and you don't even realize you're doing it because it's so ingrained in our culture. Well, and what's unfortunate about... Um, um, what, what's unfortunate about our, our current situation and especially in this country, I feel like, um, okay, what's unfortunate about our current situation in this country and a lot of other, like most other places, I'd say, um, It went away again. One second. No, we, you just explained to us that you had a traumatic brain injury just months ago. So mm -hmm. I think our tribe understands that you might need a moment to collect your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, my brain is definitely healing. And, um, like, the thought bubble that, like, flew away and I, like, I lost. So I'm now, like, able to, I can, like, find it and get it back again. But... Not every time. <laughs> um, yeah, you were saying what's unfortunate in our country. Okay, yeah. So what's unfortunate about the situation in our country is that there are there are a lot of things, you know, that um, our species, humans, don't necessarily need to survive, but, like, it's good to have if you want to have a comfortable, nice life, you know? And I think that that is deserved by every individual on this planet. Everyone should have a nice, comfortable, um, happy life. But a lot to most of um, the things that we use and need, most of it is like made with um, materials that are um, not good to to dispose of um like plastics um yeah yeah <laughs> just to have these materials that are made of and it kind of amazes me this idea that we've decided it's easier to create a plastic spoon ship it across the country sell it to you buy it all the things that would go into creating a plastic spoon to use once rather than just wash a spoon or <laughs> you know regular well, spoon like and like yeah. i i agree with you like i see i see your side and i agree with that side but i also see the side that i don't agree with there is a lot of 
um, there's a lot of people and um, corporations and groups of people who are like strictly and solely doing that and making those products even though they know like every, I, I, I feel like every everyone on this planet knows that um, the stuff we make and they make um, is harms 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 earth and but money like it's it it, it it comes down to as simple as that. There's a lot of people who will selfishly go after their money and make those harmful products. And what sucks is that there's a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's yeah. all it has. All it has done is progressively made it made the conditions of our planet worse and worse every year. And years go by fast, so like they know. do go by fast. And what we can do is that when we go to buy single-use spoons, try to buy bamboo or you know some of the recycled ones, and express our voices through our actions. And mm-hmm. um, you know maybe the next wedding you go to, instead of having plastic silverware, will be bring your own spoon. Right. Um, you know right. we could change what we accept and and how we feel about that. Well, yeah, yeah, like. Um, to go off of what you just said, like it, it literally could be as simple as each individual on this planet just, just, uh, just making. If everyone just made two small, insignificant changes about their daily life, from like using a metal or a bamboo a spoon or fork to a plastic one, just as simple as that. That right there would already cut, um, would cut the percentage of, would cut our issues down, um, significantly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. It is simple. It is. It's, yeah, it's there. It's simple. Um, little steps is what we're talking about. And that's one of the big things here is we're not trying to tell everybody you never get a hot shower again, but just to do the simple things yeah. that, that'll add up. Yeah. Well, I just want to thank you so much for coming on. Mm-hmm. We're so glad you're part of the team. I'm glad to be I a part of the team. love watching you grow in so many ways, and I know that we'll get to do good stuff together for us as individuals as we're growing and also healing the planet. Yeah, that's... Um, this this is inspiring me, and thank you for letting me be a part of this. Love yourself, love others, love the planet. Be great.